Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast on the 1st of December, Tubes. Can you believe it's here? Baby in summertime. <laughs> that is where I'll be. <laughs> Don't I listen to this. I actually can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe it's summer. I just... Finally. Yeah, but I, it was cold at times, wasn't it? It over was. the winter, but we sort of I get feel it wasn't too it. bad. I feel like we just get through it these days. I know, but I just like the longer days and the warmer afternoons and having some chips on the beach in the Arvo, it just is, all the summer things, yeah, spending time with family, Christmas, etc. It is a bit rough when you get up in the morning, it's dark. Mm-hmm. And how much nicer is it when you get up in the morning, it's light? Especially when you have to get up in the morning at 4am like we do. Speaking of light, it was very light entertainment today in the most quality of ways. We spoke to Peter Forty Ford about all things entertainment and we caught up with a journalist who has had 40 years in the industry. You'll know who she is. Wasn't she amazing? Unbelievable. Here's what you missed. Okay, you do it. I'll do it, okay? (laughs) Here's what you missed. Rhea, in with tubes for the 1st of December. Yeah, wow. Where where did it go? I feel where, like we say this every year, but actually, where did it go? I mean, we've done a lot. We've we've whipped through this year, Tasmania as a whole, I yeah. mean, all of us together. But it's it's summer. It's summer. It is. I didn't make that connection. Of course it is. My favourite season. Oh, not for me. Really? What's your favourite? Too hot. No. But it's fine. Today's going to be okay. It's going to be a beautiful day. Cloudy, 20 degrees, almost perfect. Almost perfect. I tell you what, though, what I'm trying to, time is just getting away. Oh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> There's no weekends free until Christmas. Time time is just evaporating in front of my eyes. Yeah. Erin, my partner, sent me a picture of our kids in their Christmas pajamas last night because uh, oh. Elf on a Shelf arrived. Oh. Well, I think he's arriving. That was the talk that he was going to arrive, the elf on the shelf. That's exciting. Ours is called Paul. Nice. Where uh, did that name come from? That's just did what Did the kids it, choose it? No. Oh, did it I'm come not, with well, a name? It, that's, yeah, that's right. how it came. Okay. My point was going to be is that my kids don't look like little people anymore. They look like They're children. Kids. Yeah. It's, uh, it's scary. It's triple. Before we catch up with Tessa Randello from the Triple M Newsroom, let's go to the phone. Kylie from Hobart's giving us a call. Good morning, Kylie. Good morning. What are you doing up so early, Kylie? I'm heading to work today. What do you do for a living? I work in a supermarket. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Do you have a free plug and, for today? And, uh, the motorbike racing two-hour is on this weekend. Oh. So I'll be going out there to volunteer on Sunday on my day off. On Saturday. Where is it, Kylie? Oh, it's at uh, basketball. It's yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. What times? Um, 
bikes on track at 9 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Well, all right, Kylie, you have a great weekend. Be safe out there and all the best to those running around on the motorbikes. Well, they won't be running. They'll be they'll riding, be riding. Yeah, <laughs> at Baskerville Raceway. Good on you, Kylie. you got three tickets in the metro. Just like Kylie, you can do the same. Give us a call anytime, one triple three five three, or text 0488881073. Tessa Randello from the Triple N Newsroom. Good morning. What is making news? Good morning. Um, we got the bushfire outlook for the summer yesterday and we've got the TFS giving us some warnings on how to look after ourselves during this time. So the southeast apparently is already drier than usual. So we're going to have a really increased fire risk, especially for that part of the state this summer. And we're also expecting a lower than normal rainfall. So that is going to stay pretty dry. Um, The Northern Midlands, Fingal and the Royal George Valley are the areas that are kind of the most at risk. Yeah. So I saw some pictures that the Tasmanian Fire Service released of a recent recent bushfire in Primrose Sands where the residents of a home had really prepared for a bushfire Mm -hmm. and they had a 10,000 litre um, with a pump bushfire protection sort of um, set up and the firefighters actually came in and saved the house based on their preparation. Wow. So there's a lot of things that you can do to prepare for bushfire season now. You see those photos of, you know, there's a whole street that's been wiped out but there's one house that because they were so prepared, their house has survived. So head it along does to make a difference. Taz Fire, just Google Taz Fire, and they will give you lots and lots of pointers on how to get ready. Is that what the Taz Fire service are asking us to do? Yeah, Tessa? yeah. And if you don't know where to, like, if you don't know where to start, they've also got kind of a template, and they can tell you what kind of things you have to start looking for. So they just want us to make sure our properties are ready. So make mm-hmm. sure you know there's no everything's cleaned up, our gutters are clean, all of that stuff, and that we're prepared. Everything's packed and ready to go. Yep, we're hearing lots of warnings about this. So now is the time to take. Take action to not implement your bushfire plan, but start to get one together. If you've never thought about it, mm. now is the time to start yeah. thinking about it. Let's get to some good news, Tessa. Good news. Good news. The price of prawns is set to drop ahead of Christmas, Great. which we love. Um, it's meant to drop to about $10 a kilo. What? Which is pretty good. What That's are they normally? Amazing. Like at least 20 Okay. And that's like not Christmas prices as well. Wow. This is great. The only problem I have here is that my father-in-law, I won't say his name, Glenn, <laughs> he loves prawns and we have a prawn off. But the thing is- A that, prawn off? Uh, well- Sorry, what's a prawn off? It's just where you see who can eat the most prawns. And, <laughs> right. But the difference between he and I is I will peel the prawns. Oh. Glenn doesn't like to peel prawns, so he gets- his daughter, Carly, to do it. Carly. Will oh, I thought peel... you meant he was going to eat them unpeeled. No, 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 I'm no, like, no. that's loose, <laughs> Some Glenn. people do that. That is nuts. <laughs> but Carly, my loving sister-in-law, will peel her dad's prawns for him. That is dedication. What a good daughter. What a loser, Glenn. Peel your own prawns. <laughs> <laughs> Tessa from the Triple M Newsroom. Thanks for joining us. Triple M Breakfast. Dex from Hillville. Morning, Dex. How's it going, fellas? Not too bad. What's going on? Uh, just about to start the daily jaunt up north and back. Where are you headed, Dex? Uh, up to Devonport and then back down to Sorrell, back to Hobart, then back to Yorkville. And you're dropping things off along the way, are you, Dex? Oh, I do drop off, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> What's the purpose of your drive? Uh, line haul, bringing stuff down from uh, the companies net. Yeah, nice. 
Yeah, nice. Brilliant, Dex. Uh, you wanted to give a free plug. Yeah, give one out there to Kyle's Transport. Great a pack of clowns you'd never work for. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The Kyle's Transport. I love it, mate. Will you be safe on the roads, Dex? Yeah, I've tried that before. <laughs> <laughs> You take care, Dex. That's Dex from Huonville, who's headed up to Devonport, coming back via Sorrell, popping in through the city, then back to Huonville. I love it. It's Triple M Breakfast. So, Tubes. Yep. It's December today, the 1st of December. It is. It is. Happy summer. That means November's over. Yeah, November is done. Which also means Movember's over. Movember is done. So why do you still have that monstrosity on your other lip? Well, for a number of reasons. <laughs> I was about to, and I couldn't say it with a straight face. I was about to say because it looks good. <laughs> I mean, no, not really. No. So I um, I had a goal of raising five hundred bucks. Yep. It's not a very to, ambitious goal, Chief. No, that is an ambitious goal. Well, I think $500 to raise for a charity is, is a, a substantial amount of money. I was happy with, to raise 500 bucks. It's good, then absolutely. I, started, I just feel like you, as a person, have the capacity to do more. Well, to raise I, more. I set my goal of 500 bucks, and before I even ran up Mount Wellington Kanani, I got to $500. Yeah. Then I thought I'll set my next target at 1000 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's more like it. Yep. And I got to a thousand bucks. Great! So amazing to all those people that donated. Thank you so much. It means a lot. Um, then, then on the weekend, I was like, "Oh, it's starting to get to a point where it's visible if, yeah, the, if I, the light hits it right." I think in the last week or so, it's now could probably be considered a moustache. Yeah, which is thirty full days of growing a mustache, and now it's only starting to give it look another like... month, maybe, and you might have well, you might get some handlebars going. What I did was I was on twelve hundred dollars, okay, and I put a, a uh, Instagram video up on my Instagram, which is oh. just tubes, tubes, tubes. Very simple Instagram if you want to give me a follow. <laughs> but I put it up. I put up an Instagram video on the weekend. Actually, it was on Monday because I went from a no, must have been Wednesday. Anyway. Anyway, what day is it? Whatever day it was, what day is it now? <laughs> I said, if I get to over 1500 bucks, I'll keep this mustache till Christmas. Oh, no. And Erin is fuming. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you've made your 1500 bucks? Uh, yeah. Well, that's great news, so- <laughs> but I'm kind of annoyed about it. <laughs> Thanks to Travis Prince, Jimmy Smith, Belinda Collis. And Gadget Sign and Murals, who tipped me over the edge. Gadget Sign and Murals is a business in Burnie. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Thanks, Gadget, and the guys at Gadget Sign and Murals, who literally donated enough to just tip me over the 1500 bucks. Yeah. Now, do I need to keep this till December? As much as I don't want you to, you absolutely do. That was the incentive these people committed. They put their Mm. money forward for this exact cause, for this exact reason. Now you have to suffer. Uh, If... Okay, how's this? If I get to over two thousand dollars, mm-hmm. I will put a colour through, like a I'll dye oh, it. a little bit of tinting. Yeah, I'll get it like a random colour. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, we'll put the link up on our socials. You have it up <laughs> on your socials. No, I'm for this. Let's. I'll I'll be able to look at it if it's a bit more interesting, 
or visible. I'll make it. I'll make it real dark. <laughs> like uh, what's that? What's that? What's the um, Tom Selleck? Yes. I'll give myself a Tom Selleck, real dark. Maybe we'll never see the end of this. Moustache. I haven't passed this um, with the secretary of the house, by the way. <laughs> you is... mean the queen of the house? <laughs> Molly, my six-year-old daughter, would be absolutely (laughs) terrified if I go and die. She's not a fan? Not a big fan of uh, Dad's prickly whiskers. Free plug Friday. Daria from Newtown has given us a call. Good morning, Daria. Good morning. Now, you've got something happening this Sunday. Sure. So um, I'm Ukrainian, and with several other European communities, we're organising a European Christmas fair which will be at the Polish Hall, 22 Newtown Road, this Sunday, the 3rd of December, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So what does a European Christmas fair entail? uh, So there will be eight European communities selling food, selling crafts and sweets, uh, and also performing, um, having dance groups, singing, and other performances, uh, there will be a St. Nicholas appearance, which oh. is uh, sort of like a Santa, yeah. And, um, yeah, people will be able to um, try the food and uh, learn about all sorts of different traditions. Daria, so. what's your favorite part of a Ukrainian Christmas? Uh, I think the food, obviously, <laughs> that's very good. But also, I guess, uh, uh, having all the all the family together and definitely singing the the Christmas carols. That's that's very fun. What are some of the other European communities that are taking part? So we'll have uh, Hungary, Poland, uh, Czech, Slovakia, uh, Greece, uh, Italy, France, and Ukraine. That is unbelievable. Tell us again where it's happening, Daria. So it's uh, Polish Hall, 22 Newtown Road, uh, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Sunday. Excellent. That is Dara from Newtown. You can be just like her by calling 13353 if you've got a community event just like the European Christmas Fair this Sunday at the Polish Hall. It's triple M breakfast. Well, last night I did something I'd never done before. I emceed an event, a community event, mm-hmm. at Carity Aboriginal House that's in right, Goodwood. Yes. And I went to – I've emceed events before. That's no big deal for me. I do mm-hmm. that stuff pretty regularly. Yeah. Never had I emceed a carols. Oh, hadn't you? No. Nah. That's and nice. How it was, was it? It was awesome. Yeah? They put on free sausages. Cool. Lions Club. Yeah. Put on free sausages, the Lions Club of Glenorchy. The Glenorchy City Council were a sponsor. It was Carity Community House and the Goodwood Community House coming together, which was excellent. A collaboration between two community houses Mm -hmm. in Goodwood. In the where Carity House is, it's got this beautiful open area around it, like a circle. Like that's where the road comes. Yeah. And there was carolers. Well done to Sarah and the caroling team. They did an amazing job. Amazing job. Did you have a little sing? Yeah, I had a sing with some friends that were in the crowd. Good. And then they did a nativity play. Now, this nativity play was like nothing I've ever seen. Legitimately. If you'd have said said to me in my life that I would have seen a breakdancing Three Kings. What? Yeah. So breakdancing, it was awesome. Uh, a Lulo Hub with a with the team that uh-huh. did it. So a group of immigrant um, immigrants, yeah, put on the nativity scene, and it was awesome. So they were from Colombia, Chile, all through Latin cool. America, unbelievable. And then uh, 
some of the haircuts getting around were outstanding. I saw <laughs> you would have fit right in with uh, that mo. Yeah, people were looking at me saying weirdo, but there was um, it was just a really lovely community event, and it was the first time that the team had done it. So collaborated with Carity in the Goodwood Community House mm-hmm. the first time. Santa arrived. Santa came. Yeah, wow. In a fire truck. Stop. From the Claremont Volunteer Firefighters. Well done to them too. Very nice. And it was just a really lovely night and a great way to celebrate community and seeing people from all different diverse backgrounds coming together to celebrate Christmas. It was really well run. So well done to Emma and Nathan from the Carity Community House and, of course, the Goodwood Community House for putting on a fantastic event. It was so much fun and hopefully it'll get bigger and better next year. Yeah, highly recommend. Highly recommend. We did have a text from Nathan Tubes uh, earlier in the week saying, you know, with you emceeing this, yep. he wanted to know what your go-to Christmas carol was. Do you, Have you decided that yet? I actually didn't want to say that because I didn't want him to put me on the spot. And, and make you sing it? Sing. But I, this might surprise a few people. I'm a Silent Night fan. I like oh. Silent Night. Okay. And I also like um, The Little Drummer Boy. Yeah, not a but, bad one. Um, what's that other one? Oh, Night Divine. That's a beauty too. I don't know that I'm familiar. Can you give me a no, few bars? No, I absolutely <laughs> can't. Love it when you text on 0488881073. Good morning to Barry O, who keeps sending us in wonderful messages of his coffee and what it looks like. It's beautiful, Barry O. Get it uh, in you, Barry. This one comes in from Captain Angry. Tubes, keeps the mo. You look more sophisticated. I don't know about that, mate. Mm. This one comes in from... Aaron in North Hobart, stop talking. If you're putting <laughs> colour through that disgusting slug on your upper lip, then you need to go full Tom Selleck and dye your hair black too. It will look totally totally ridiculous if you have a dark moustache and grey hair. Thank you, Aaron. appreciate the text. It's Chief's partner, for those that don't know. <laughs> this one comes in from Karen in Moona. What a night it was last night at Carity House. Sensational job, Tubes. You kept the kids in check when Santa arrived. Appreciate the text. Good Karen, job. I'll tell you what. You want to see kids go berserk. Bring get, Santa. Get Santa to turn yeah. up in a fire truck. <laughs> that is how they <laughs> go easy. nuts. Uh, thank you very much for the text coming through on 0488881073 from Susan in Austin's Ferry. Shout out to the Sacred Heart graduation, the year 10 last night. Where is the time gone? Have a great day from Susan in Austin's Ferry. Thanks for that, Susan. Uh, And Sharon says, dance with him, it's Christmas. Thanks from Sharon in Newtown. Oh, there's a text here. It's a picture of Max. (gasps) Max is Old mate Max digging rock out at Tolman's oh, Hill. look at him. Cheers from Nathan, all my team, mini diggers. Good on you, Nathan. I'll tell you what, you're cutting through some rock there, Yeah, Nathan. what a good boy Max is. Max is his little assistant helping him out on the digger. Looks like a silky terrier. A little terrier. puppy. Yeah, love oh, it. Oh, what a cutie. You can text in 0488881073. Send us a picture too. We love it when you send in pictures. 0488881073. It's triple. Simon from Lauderdale. Morning, Simon. How you going, all right? Not too bad. You got a shout-out you wanted, Simon? Uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to all the single dads. Okay, single there. dads. Why is that, Simon? Um, well, I, I cleaned the bathroom for probably about the 
the fifth time in a 22 years of marriage um, last night. Oh. And it, it triggered a few things, you know. I've got a few mates that are doing it hard. And, um, yeah, so I just wanted to put it out there. Yeah, and well, also pretty underrepresented, you know. Well, of course, shout out to all single parents, I reckon, Simon. And also shout out to your wife that's, that's cleaned the say. toilet for 22 years and you've just Absolutely. stepped up one time. Good on you, Simon. Appreciate the call. You've got three tickets in the meat tray. You can be like Simon. Give us a call anytime. One triple three five three. Good on you, Simon. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, guys. Shout out to all the single dads, single parents out there and people that clean toilets. We love it. <laughs> We have Australia's number one entertainment reporter joining us live, Peter Forty Ford. Good morning. Good morning to you both. Good to be back. Now the royal racists in inverted commas have been revealed. You've got some exclusives there, Forty, on who it is. Well, it's interesting because Piers Morgan was the first one to name the two people who are referenced in the new Omid Scobie book, and this all this all stems back to the Oprah interview where Meghan told this story about certain people questioning the colour of the baby's skin. Now, bear in mind, Meghan wasn't there. This is only what Harry told her. People have forgotten about that. Meghan was never present for this conversation. But anyway, Piers Morgan has named the two people as being King Charles and Catherine, Princess of Wales. And subsequent to that now, major outlets, media outlets, mainstream ones, such as The Guardian and The Mirror, have also gone to print in the last hour naming them as well. Now, let me be really clear. I don't think they are racists at all. Uh, I wasn't there for the conversation, but then again, neither was Megan either. And bear in mind that Harry didn't even write about this in his own book. He chose to ignore the whole thing. It's, I'm told by people who are in mixed race relationships, and I've got two sets of friends who are, uh, that that's a perfectly normal conversation to have within a family group as to, you know, what colour will the baby's hair be, what colour eyes, what colour skin. There was nothing in it that said that they were shocked or appalled or worried. They were just curious. So there's a difference between racial prejudice and curiosity, isn't there? Oh, totally. And look, as I say, I wasn't there. But from what I read of what the way Megan told it, that to me that just seemed like simple curiosity from family members. Now, if Megan wants to be offended, you can't stop somebody if they choose to be offended. But it became a big thing, and, and Oprah encouraged it with all those shock reactions, and you know. But For anyway, is, we'll see it, where it goes. Is offence is offence though a choice? I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I'm trying to understand this, and, and like I think this has probably become a bigger thing than what it actually is because of the status of the families we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, anyone's entitled to be offended if they want to be offended. You can't stop somebody being offended, but you've got to say, well, you know, well, there are... I, I'm sorry, you know, but it's, it's what we meant had nothing to do with racism. We were just curious. And I think that's where it's broken down is yeah. the communication between Princess Catherine and the King and, yeah. and Meghan Markle has broken down, and that that is the problem. I think that problem extends to a lot of families across not just the royal family, but across the whole globe, 40. Let's Talk move it on. out. Yeah, yeah that's right. The death of Shane McDonald from the Pogues. What's happened there, 40? Uh, well, that's a shame. You know, he, he was a very talented songwriter and singer. The Pogues have had a sort of, I guess you'd call it a cult following here in Australia now for decades, but Shane, of course, has had a lot of big health issues, and a lot of them, I would imagine, stem back to his drug usage, which was pretty 
extreme. There are extraordinary stories about his crazy behaviour. When and I think over the years he tried every possible drug. So it's amazing he lived to this age, to be quite honest, of 65. But a very very sad day in the music world, particularly in Ireland. And of course, bearing in mind, of course, earlier this year we lost Sinead O'Connor as well. So two great Irish stars gone much too soon who both had something to say. And, yeah, so there's actually some lovely vision. I was just looking at the show on TV this morning of of Shane and Sinead together singing, and you just think, oh, that's just too sad. Yeah, in better news for the music industry, though, Jimmy Barnes is due back on stage tomorrow. Yeah, so that became a big thing during the week because after the Mushroom 50th concert, and he was on fire for that, opening that great show, he took ill and had to be rushed off to hospital, put on an intravenous drip. And because normally a bacterial infection wouldn't be a massive concern, but if you've had past heart surgery and you've got other existing health issues, then obviously you've got to be very, very uh, cautious with it all. But he is still planning to be on stage tomorrow in Torquay in Victoria, big music lineup. So it looks like Oh, Barnes, he's bounced back yet again. He keeps doing it, doesn't he? He's like a ball that just needs a little bit of air. Exactly. To keep going. Like the, like the road runner. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Peter Forty Ford, always good to chat. We'll talk to you on Monday. See you guys. See them. It's Triple M Breakfast. I'm not sure there are many in our society that have had a career as vast and varied as our next guest. Uh, a book is being released on her. And I'm very pleased to announce that we have Liz Hayes in the studio to talk about her book, I'm Liz Hayes, a memoir. Good morning, Liz. Good morning. And her wrote it. You, you I wrote, actually wrote it. You wrote the whole thing. I so, wrote the book. That yeah. is unbelievable. From camping with grizzly bears to interviewing uh, an Afghani warlord, speaking with celebrities, movie stars, pol- politicians, heroes and villains... You've really done it all in the 40 years that you've had in the industry. Well, I, I, now that you mention it, that's a lot of years. I had to fill it in with something. So, um, yeah, no, I've been blessed. There's no doubt um, I'm privileged beyond belief to have had those experiences, and they are many and varied, those experiences. I didn't realise that until I started to write the book, and that's probably the moment when I thought, wow, I, I actually have done more than I realised. Is it when you say that you realised it. Is it because during the time that you were in the journalism industry, 60 Minutes, Today Show, all of that stuff, it was just survival for you? It it was something that you did or did you sort of, it just became so busy that you didn't realise what was going on? Uh, No, look, I took it in um, and I think journalism is one of those things that you go from story to story. But I really... um, I was just doing it, I guess. I knew this was extraordinary. I mean, I couldn't sit in a pink eagle on a hill in Afghanistan with a warlord and not think to myself, this is outrageous. So I was taking in these big, big moments. Um, but I think the the, the vast uh, terrain that I travelled, I hadn't appreciated until I sat down to write the book and went through my diaries and my God, you know, I, re- I, I truly did do some extraordinary travelling. So it was a reflection that helped you have perspective? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and also so many years in the industry. Um, I, I'm, and I, I kept really good diaries, which was great. But I, um, I, and I could look up my stories as well. That would take me back to where we were. 
But um, I think um, I think it was just purely and utterly just starting at the beginning and walking my career through and going, okay, that I, you know, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, not bad at all. <laughs> what would some of your highlights be? Uh, look, I think um, when I think it through, uh, I think the pla- some of the places I went, I-, I would never have considered it possible that I would be doing a control crash landing on on an aircraft carrier, which is what you have to do to get onto an aircraft carrier out at sea, which is what we did when the war started after 9-11. So, and not only had to do that once, but twice. And that's really a case of they say to you, okay, well, we're going to actually rev the engines up as we're coming in because if we miss, we have to keep going. So it's that whole clenching buttocks moment where you just go, what am I doing? But um, again, there's such extraordinary moments in your life that I guess, you know, you just, no tourist gets to do that. Yeah. It's quite something, yeah. Liz, why the memoir? Why did you want to write a memoir? Uh, look, I was encouraged, put it that way. I hadn't really thought about it. Um, I was being asked to, to write. And uh, I, I thought, well, I can write the story I'm comfortable with. I don't, it's not a tell-all or anything like that, but it does, uh, because of the career I've had, I've I've chosen to take you into my personal space um, uh, because my career interacted with my personal world and the impact it had. So it, to make it a reasonably good read, I hope, um, I have to tell you about me, what happens to me, how I felt at various locations and 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 how I felt about scrutiny and things like that. Do you think people will be surprised by the personal stories? Because we, we I think all of us here in Australia feel like we know Liz Hayes because a lot of us woke up with you when you hosted the Today Show and then we went to bed with you at 60 Minutes, <laughs> which sounds oh, terrible. That's very nice. I can't believe no. I just said that to Liz Hayes. But do you, know, you know what I mean? Like, that was something I do that understand. We as yeah. a family... As we were older, when I was older, we would watch 60 Minutes to get the news yeah. um, and, the, and the in-depth news. So people, I feel like, we, we feel like we know you. Do you think people so. will be surprised by what you've written in the book about your personal life? Uh, probably. Um, I've had all sorts of reactions. But uh, look, I, I've written what I'm comfortable um, and what's on the public record, of course. Um, but I think it's part of the deal that I'm happy to... Uh, tell you how I felt, who I was, um, some of the challenges behind the scenes. I think that's reasonable um, for you to want to understand then how I did negotiate my way through the rest of my career. And I did negotiate my way through my career because I negotiated all my own contracts and stuff like that. I mean, that was... And that was uh, a job in itself, but a part of my growth. Extraordinary, really. How did you find it as a woman being such a powerful journalist with such ambition. How was that experience for you over the years? Well, I started out when uh, I, I was a token, I think. Uh, right. I was one, uh, I would be the only woman in a newsroom. So we're going back uh, many decades. But back then, uh, I, I'd be a solitary female. And of course, um, as you would know, through history, 
uh, how I looked was really important um, and, and it was commented, commented on. I mean, nobody mentioned anything about the guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and uh, I, I think to be taken seriously was a, a bit of a trick of the trade. I've got to be honest and say I had to hang in there. Mm-hmm. I had to build some resilience and I had to um, toughen up. Yeah. Well, Liz Hayes, you are a trailblazer. I'm not sure what your future's got in store for you, but I'm sure it'll be vast and varied as your past has been. Thank you so much for coming into the studio. I'm Liz Hayes. A memoir is available in all great bookstores. Thank you so much for joining us on Triple M. That's my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Triple M Breakfast. Adam from Herdsman's Cove. Good morning, Adam. How are you guys? Not too bad. What's happening today, Adam? Uh... Work team building day today. Oh, so nice. Lay well, off the tools and, yeah, day of team bonding. And and how do you plan to bond, Adam? Do you know what the activities are going to be? Uh, yeah, just a few hours out at Richmond Mays and then a lunch at a winery out there near uh, Campania. Lovely. That sounds terrific, Adam. Do you need anyone else to join your team? <laughs> you can have the wine because I don't drink that. No, nah, well, fair good. enough, Adam. I'll tell you what, that sounds like a good day. And team bonding is so important. Can you test your buzzer, please, Adam? Adam. Beautiful. You'll be taking on Katrina from Longley. Good morning, Katrina. Good morning. And what are you up to, to today? Um, not much. I'll probably just be in the garden and pottering around the house. <laughs> How Nothing thing... exciting like that, bloke. <laughs> no, well, that's still exciting, Katrina. What's uh, what's what are things like in Longley this morning? Oh, beautiful! It's wonderful down there. It is. It's paradise. It's a magic spot. Can you please test yep, your buzzer, Valley. Katrina? Katrina. Beautiful. Oh, I tell you what, with authority it. too from you, Katrina. <laughs> I like it. All right, this is how it works. We've got. Three questions. If you answer two of them correctly, you will win $100 thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Let's get busy. Question number one. Who was named Tasmanian Athlete of the Year last night for the third Adam. time? Adam. Ariana Tipmus. Correct, Adam. Well done. You're halfway to the 100 bucks. Question number two. What Tassie Beach is currently hosting the school's triathlon challenge today? Katrina. It's... Katrina. Um, Tassie Beach. Kingston. Oh. It was one of the options. It was A, is it Kingston Beach or B, Belle Reve Beach, Adam? Oh. Would you like to guess, Adam? Uh, B. Correct, Adam. You've won a hundred bucks <laughs> just like that, Katrina. I I love that you rolled the dice there and you had a crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you knew you luck. had to get in. But bad congratulations, luck. Adam. Well, I'll tell you what, Adam's day's got even better. He's won a hundred bucks cash. He's off to a team building day with the team. The only question I've got for you, Adam, are you taking the hundred bucks today, or are you going to come back on Monday for two hundred dollars? As uh, soon as Frothy Friday, mate, I'm taking it and running. Frothy Friday it is, Adam. Drink <laughs> responsibly. Enjoy yourself. Treat yourself with 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. And we'll do it all again on Monday. It's Triple M Breakfast. Lots of texts coming through. Uh, Trapper in Buckland says, shout out to Taz Connect. Keep a lookout, Hobart, for our new truck out and about. Cheers, Trapper from Tunnock. I love that. Good one, Trapper. It's a not, he sent us a picture of two beautiful Kenworth trucks. I like it. One's a semi, one's a flatbed. Love it. What's love it, it. What's the difference between a semi well, and a non-semi? Well, semi's a semi-trailer, and the flatbed's just got the flatbed on the back, but it's a 
it's got the curtains as well, so I don't know what they call it. Send us what it is, Trapper. Um, <laughs> old mate Max is a Jack Russell cross, says... Oh. <laughs> Little Max, Nathan. the helping hand on the digger. Yeah, he said, oh, Max is a Jack Russell cross. He's ugly and stinks most of the time. <laughs> a bit like tubes. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. That was that was mean. That's not true. I'll tell you what. <laughs> what have I done? I'm so sorry. That? Love you, uh, This one comes in from Anonymous. A vote for Aaron, but adding, if you go the dye, make sure you colour the eyebrows as well. That's true. Jeez. Mm-hmm. We could have a lot of fun with no, all not, of that hair on your doing, face. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> well, you might. If Hobart donates and gets you over $2,000 for your Movember fundraising, you might have to dye or tint your moustache tubes. I mean, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. <laughs> Max in Margate. Morning, tubes. I know you like dogs. Here's a couple of photos of our new pups. They're four months old and already weigh 25 kilos. Oh, my They're so goodness. cute. Look are... at their ears. They're yeah. so floppy. Beautiful Alsatians. Love that. And we've got a text here coming through. Hi, guys. It's Angel from Hobart. My pet hate is zero and O, which is the letter. Oh, okay. Everyone does it, but it drives me insane. We are guilty of that, Tubes. We say 0488881073 rather than 04. Oh, sorry, Angel. Yeah. I Zero can't f- promise that we won't keep doing it, but it, it probably annoys me too if I thought about it. <laughs> oh, because we... Yeah, okay. Yeah, 04, 04 instead of 04. 1073. Nope, you missed a whole bunch of eights No, in no, there. but I'm just saying, like, they're the yeah. zeros that we say. So 04881081073. There you go, Angel. That's mm-hmm. our text line. <laughs> oh, Angel also said, P.S. I'm doing the Lifeline 63 squats a day in December. What's that? So 63 squats per day for December. I guess raising money for Lifeline. That's awesome. Love we'll it. have to find out more about that, Angel. It certainly will be. And Edge is getting it done from Sandy Bave to Jeevesden. Cheers from Scott. Sent through a truck of a delivery, grocery delivery truck. And here we go. Trapper's text in already from uh, his 14 pallet stretch Kenworth was a semi. Oh, very oh. nice. Very cool. 0488. <gasps> Sorry, Angel. 0488. Is our text line. Good job. You can text anytime. <laughs> Got to clarify something for Max in Margate and Steve in Brighton. They are not Alsatians. They are German Shepherds. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful dogs. We had one in our family. His name was Bear, my Cute. auntie's dog. He was the most adorable, docile, beautiful giant. But I tell you what, you come into his yard and you didn't know you, yeah. you're in a bit of trouble. <laughs> it's triple M breakfast. Let's draw the winner of the meat tray. Yes, spinning the wheel here to find out who's going to win the meat tray today. $100 worth of meat thanks to Robbo's Chicken and Meat. Open seven days a week in Glenorchy. Wow, Robbo. Wow, Robbo. Uh, it's number 76. We'll go through the spreadsheet here. And it's going to someone who sent us in a lot of pictures during the week. We first up... Heard from this person this week when they sent in a picture of the P&O cruise ship oh, yes. that was coming into the Derwent. Then mm-hmm. a photo of the Pelverado River or, or Creek or whatever you want to call it. And now, literally this morning, sent in a picture of 
Edge getting it done from Sandy Bay to Jeefton. It is Scott. So, Scotty, you've got 100 bucks worth of meat thanks to Robbo's Chicken and Meats. It's that easy. It's that easy. Congratulations, Scotty. Anytime you interact with a show, we'll get you a ticket in the meat tray just by texting on 0488881073. For every single one of those pictures, he gets two tickets in the meat tray. So if you send us through a picture message, you'll get the same, 0488881073, and I've just ruined it for Angel again. Or you oh. can call 13353. <laughs> just a quick couple of free plugs that have come in lately. It's a great day because the beginning of summer is yesterday, and beginning of summer today, and yesterday's compliment from Jacob, my boss, from Jim's Mowing, saying, good work, Andy. Well done to Andy from Lena Valley. Happy birthday to Jamie T. Brown. I hope you enjoy your birthday present. The full body wax, well overdue. Love from your boyfriend, Tom. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jet Ski Taz, who are holding their expo on Sunday at Montrose. Head, it, head on down and join in the fun. Talk to the club and grab a coffee and a feed from the food truck. Sunday the 3rd from 8.30 till 4. Cheers, Jono. Don't know if this is mentioned, Tubes, but have an amazing weekend and don't forget to treat yourself, buddy. Thanks very much to Jules from Blackman's Bay. Damien Blackwell says, quick plug for Hobart, Hobart Handmade Makers Market happening this Sunday from 10 till 2 at Linders Farm Primary School. Come along and grab your locally handmade Christmas gifts. Cheers from Damien. It's also happening on Sunday the 17th. And just a heads up as well, the Hobart Twilight Market was supposed to be taking place at Long Beach tonight, but they've made the difficult decision to have to reschedule to December 15th. Thank you for listening. What a show. I can't believe what I said to Liz Hay. (laughs) It's fine. She knew what you meant. You know. Like she's not had a blunder ever. Beautiful. She was amazing. She was unbelievable. Wasn't she? She was great. Very inspiring. I'll tell you what was great. All of the texts that came through today for Free Plug Friday. Yeah, we love your texts. I'm going to try my very best for Angel because she makes a very valid point. It's not 0488. It's 0488881073. Yeah. I mean, I agree. But also, if you type, no one's typing in the letter O488. Like, when everyone knows what we mean. Well, and it's one less syllable. All I'm saying. Zero. Or just O. What about if I say zero? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> nil. Nil for <laughs> double eight, double eight, one Nada. nil, seven, <laughs> What do you got on for the weekend? Uh, I actually have a day off tomorrow. I'm going to spend it with the kids. Nice. Hang out. And then on Sunday, I need to text someone because I'm not entirely sure that that's going ahead with a day at Cricket Tasmania. Oh, okay. Bit of a family day. I'm not sure. I'll find out. Okay, find out. Let us know. Keep us posted. Tell us about it on Monday. I am going for a little girls trip to the East Coast with a couple of my mates. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Swansea? Swansea. Yeah. beautiful Swansea coast. It is beautiful there. And then on Sunday, I've got my niece's fourth birthday. Guess what the theme is? Elsa. Elsa, absolutely. Uh, Yes, of course it is. (laughs) Well, that'd be great fun. Have a great weekend, Hobart. We'll catch you from Monday, uh, from 6 o'clock on Monday. Have a good weekend. Treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M.